Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that reveals a little bit more about history day by day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're looking at a pivotal moment in astronomical history, the time when humans learned that the Earth's moon wasn't the only one out there. The day was January 7th. 1610. Italian astronomer Galileo Galilei made the first recorded sighting of the planet Jupiter's moons. He made the discovery using his newly improved homemade telescope, which made objects appear 20 times larger. At first, Galileo wasn't sure what he was looking at. As far as anyone knew, other planets didn't have their own moons. So when Galileo noticed three bright lights near Jupiter, he just assumed they were distant stars. However, scientists don't let assumptions stay assumptions for long, if they can help it. So Galileo continued observing the lights over the course of several nights, and it's lucky for us that he did. The discoveries he made that week ultimately changed how humans view the universe, as well as our place within it. The first thing Galileo noticed was that the three lights near Jupiter seemed to move in the opposite direction of the stars behind them. The lights also changed their positions relative to one another, but always stayed close to Jupiter. It was puzzling behavior for a group of stars, so the astronomer kept watching. 
Soon, he observed a fourth light near the planet that was moving in the same strange way. Galileo continued his patient watch for seven straight nights, and on January 15th, he finally solved the puzzle. The four lights weren't stars at all. They were moons, or natural satellites, orbiting the planet Jupiter in much the same way as our moon orbits the Earth. This discovery was notable for many reasons, but the most important was that it provided strong evidence of a heliocentric universe. Up until then, most humans, except for Copernicus, had believed the Earth was the fixed center of the universe, and that all the other celestial bodies revolved around it. But the discovery of Jupiter's moons threw a wrench in that geocentric theory. If moons could orbit another planet instead of the Earth, then maybe planets could orbit something besides the Earth as well. And if that were true, then perhaps Copernicus had been right all along, and the Earth really does orbit the Sun. Galileo published his discoveries a year later in a book titled Siderius Nuncius, or The Starry Messenger. This was the work that set Galileo on his path to believing in a Copernican system, and his other discoveries of sunspots and solar rotations pushed him the rest of the way there. However, when Galileo later published his confirmation of the heliocentric theory, he was charged with heresies by the Inquisition of the Catholic Church. He was found guilty in 1633 and sentenced to life in prison. However, since he was nearly 70 years old by that time and in relatively poor health, Galileo was permitted to serve out his sentence at home. He remained there until January 8, 1642, when he succumbed to fever and heart palpitations and died at the age of 77. In his own time, Galileo was unjustly punished for his discoveries, but he's honored for them today. The four moons of Jupiter that he discovered are now known as the Galilean satellites. In his notebooks, Galileo had only referred to the moons numerically as 1, 2, 3, and 4, but the German astronomer Johannes Kepler recommended naming them after figures from Roman mythology who were closely tied to Jupiter, the king of the Roman gods. It took more than 200 years for Kepler's idea to gain traction, but he eventually got his wish, and the four large moons are now called Io, Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto. Of course, Jupiter, being the show-off planet that it is, couldn't content itself with only four moons. In the years since Galileo, astronomers have discovered 75 additional moons, bringing Jupiter's grand total to 79 moons as of 2022. So if you didn't have moon envy before, you probably do now. But don't let it get you down. Jupiter was just made for moons. Because its mass is more than 300 times that of Earth, Jupiter's gravitational field is much larger and stronger, too. That enables it to capture and hold a lot more satellites in its orbit. And gosh, we're all really impressed down here, I can tell you. Most of Jupiter's moons are quite small, only around 6 miles or less in diameter. The four moons discovered by Galileo are the planet's largest, which is how he spotted them through his 20-power telescope. 
each of the four has its own unique features. For instance, the largest of the group, Ganymede, is the only known moon to have its own magnetic field, while Callisto is the most heavily cratered object in the entire solar system. As for Io, that moon's distinctive feature is the many volcanoes that dot its surface, making it one of just a few celestial bodies to have confirmed volcanic activity. Last, but definitely not least, there's Europa, the smallest of the Galilean satellites. Because its entire surface is smooth, uncratered ice, Europa has a high degree of reflectivity, making it one of the brightest moons in the solar system. Still, Europa's biggest claim to fame is the enticing possibility that a vast ocean lies beneath its icy surface, one that might even be hospitable to life. Future robotic explorations like NASA's upcoming Europa Clipper mission could supply the answer to that crucial question. But like Galileo all those centuries ago, we'll just have to be patient and wait and see. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully, you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Show. And if you want to commiserate about being stuck on old One Moon Earth, you can always drop me a line at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks, as always, to Chandler Mays for producing the show. And thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.